0: Part 2. How do you roll up a vast criminal conspiracy anyway? The Epstein case is far from the only federal criminal conspiracy case being slow-rolled. By Brian Cates, December 6th, 2021. Because Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell were not the main targets of the SDNY's public corruption units more than four years old criminal probe, people should be asking themselves who the investigators will be moving on to indicting once Maxwell is convicted. But how many members of the news media do you see discussing that? The narrative that the Maxwell trial is part of some elaborate cover-up has been adopted by almost the entire media establishment on both sides. Many of them will literally not see what's coming, even though everything I'm about to discuss in this column is public record. My take from the start, which you can read in the following columns written over the past three years, is that Epstein and Maxwell had to be dealt with first as unfinished business before any new business was pursued against the public officials who let this nefarious and notorious child sex trafficking ring go, back in 2009. From Uncover DC, Democrats again, set themselves up for massive disappointment by Brian Cates, July 16, 2019. From Uncover DC, why the Epstein case is far from over by Brian Cates, August 13th, 2019. From the Epoch Times, By covering for Jeffrey Epstein, Can the Media Sink Any Further? By Brian Cates, November 11, 2019. From Uncover DC, ABC's Epstein cover-up scandal is not over yet. By Brian Cates, November 17, 2019. From the Epoch Times, Maxwell arrest proves Epstein case is far from over. By Brian Cates, July 8, 2020. From the Epoch Times, Questions Remain About the Ghislaine Maxwell Arrest by Brian Cates, July seventeenth, 2020. Epstein and Maxwell had to go first to apply maximum pressure on unindicted co-conspirators to cooperate. After all, if the PCU had started by indicting people like former U.S. Attorney Alexander Acosta or former FBI Director Robert Mueller or some other very highly visible public officials, while Epstein and Maxwell were still roaming around free, that would have been doing things backwards. This brings up the very relevant question of why Epstein and Maxwell and their co-conspirators haven't all been arrested already and slated for trial. Why just Epstein first while leaving Maxwell in the wind for almost a year and then after arresting her, not indicting anybody else yet? It depends on how the people in charge of the investigation want to roll up what is undeniably a pretty big criminal conspiracy. They can try to manage the chaos of dropping it all at once, or they can do it pretty much the way they've been doing it, one slow, measured step at a time. The Durham, Alpha Bank, and Epstein White House visits examples. Let me provide you with several ongoing examples of federal criminal investigators Rolling up big criminal conspiracies by taking their time and putting out carefully selected bits of evidence only when they're ready to reveal it. They're doing it this way to apply maximum pressure on members of the criminal conspiracies to roll over and start cooperating against the higher ups. People have an almost limitless ability to live in denial. I'm quite sure that before Durham dropped his indictments of both Michael Suspin and Igor Danchenko, more than a few of their fellow plotters involved in the massive Spygate scandal were telling themselves Durham didn't have anything serious on them, or what he did have could be finessed with some slick, highly paid lawyering. If that was the case, reading the two rather long speaking indictments, Durham has issued thus far... Should have robbed these co conspirators of any such illusions. Durham is very thorough, quite meticulous, and he doesn't miss anything. The last indictment dropped by special counsel John Durham against Steele dossier subsource Igor Denchenko contained an explosive key piece of evidence that had never leaked in over five years of intense interest and media coverage of the Russiagate scandal. The FBI and the DOJ knew back in early 2017 that top Clinton family associate Charles Chuck Dolan was a source for some of the fictions contained in the dossier. Transcripts and other evidence only now revealed by Durham in November of 2021 show that in very early 2017, FBI agents were already questioning Danchenko about Dolan's involvement as a dossier source, and they were aware his answers to them about this were lies. Consider what you know about how many inveterate leakers are involved in this Spygate scandal. People like James Comey, Andrew McCabe, Pete Strzok, John Brennan, and so on. How in God's name was this explosive evidence about a Clinton flunky being a key source for dossier stories not leaked in five years? Think about how many Spygate plotters were likely telling themselves up until about three weeks ago, thank God that stuff about Chuck never came out. They've managed to hide it from Durham. The Alpha Bank example. There's another key piece of evidence that emerged recently. Fusion GPS was defying court order by hiding Emails directly related to its work on the Alpha Bank hoax. Technofog has a great post about it right here on Substack. Special Counsel Durham found emails Fusion GPS tried to hide. Sanctionable conduct. Technofog. December 3rd. I would love to have been able to see Glenn Simpson's face while he was reading the Sussman indictment, as he realized it contained quotes from emails that Fusion was still hiding from the court overseeing the four years-long Fusion GPS Alpha Bank lawsuit. Here's the background. When the Alpha Bank... Trump-Russian collusion hoax claim was included in the Steele dossier, and BuzzFeed published the entire dossier in January of 2017, the executives running Alpha Bank sued Fusion for defamation. They'd had no connection to Trump or to the Trump campaign, so this has been in litigation for going on four years now. Fusion has tried repeatedly to get the lawsuit dismissed, All to no avail. And now, this just happened. As part of the discovery in the court case, Fusion was supposed to turn over all documents and emails and other correspondence, having to do with any work they performed related to Alpha Bank. They are on record in the court filings declaring they'd turned over everything. Because Fusion is run by corrupt idiots, they'd only handed over some of the documents in response to the court order and they'd held other documents back. So, you can kind of imagine Fusion GPS's utter shock when the indictment of former Perkins Cooey lawyer Michael Sussman dropped last September, and right there in the indictment are some of the details. Fusion's been hiding from the court overseeing the Alpha Bank lawsuit for more than four years. And, of course, it didn't take long for the Alpha Bank legal team to rush straight to court and file with the judge demanding to see these emails that Fusion has been holding back. Once they realized they were caught red-handed... Fusion quickly included all of the emails they'd been holding back in their latest court filing. These rollouts of key evidence in drips and drabs are helping to build an increasing amount of pressure on all the co-conspirators who know Durham is on their trail to flip and to begin cooperating A federal prosecutor may be dropping that 27-page indictment in the other guy's lap, but in that document, you discover the prosecutor has in his or her possession evidence you were praying they hadn't found or had overlooked. Even though it's an indictment for your fellow co-conspirator and not you, all of a sudden you realize how much trouble you are really in. who held back Epstein's 17 White House visits until now. Now consider this next example of a slow rollout that directly involves the Epstein sex trafficking ring and Maxwell's trial. Somebody waited until last week to let it drop that Epstein, likely accompanied more than a few times by Maxwell, was hosted at the White House by President Bill Clinton at least 17 times between 1993 and 1995. Think about all the intense media coverage of the Epstein case since he was arrested back on July 6th, 2019. All the stories written about Clinton having taken 25 plus trips on the infamous Epstein Lolita Express. How in the bloody blue blazes was the information about Epstein's 17 White House visits carefully held back until it could be dropped only after Maxwell's trial was underway? If this was held back until now and then very carefully dropped with exquisite timing, this brings up the very relevant question of What other damning evidence is being held back that will only be dropped at the right time? Any co-conspirators in this international sex trafficking ring who were hoping that somehow Epstein's deep ties to Clinton would not come up during Maxwell's trial just realized somebody is playing with them. And I have a pretty good idea who it is.